Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 11 of the Membrane Labs podcast. Uh, it's Friday. Very good. I'm glad it was a long week for me. Uh, I'm back here with my good buddy from Ontario, Zachary Trinetti. Uh, he joined us last time for our podcast, and I thought it'd be cool to have him back on and talk a little more about current market conditions. And we're going to uh, dive deep into some mysterious price action by dogecoin <laughs> which uh you know nobody seems to understand i definitely don't but uh welcome back zach say hi to the people hey people how's it going i'm uh, happy to be back here um yeah let's uh get to it this uh dogecoin here i don't know apparently uh, it doesn't matter how many times you know money gets pulled out of this market this thing seems to be a pretty common pump here especially looking at the daily like the last one's when this breakout started here august 30th ever since then we've been on quite a bull run and honestly obviously in the market everywhere else since august 30th you can't really say the same thing you know um, man it's weird like what do you think caused people to just start pouring money into dogecoin like i find it amazing <laughs> well actually man like dogecoin's been around for a long time i guess it's been one of the been one of the first altcoins out there known ones um you know i uh, i mean i don't know everything about it i did some research into it you know seeing how it's becoming so popular um but basically from what i understand and stuff is like you know, it came out in about 2013 and it was just like uh, it was supposed to be as a reward system, you know, for fun, a uh, nice way for people to send tips or, um, you know, gratuities, not as uh, what I'm looking for, a formal as Bitcoin, you know, um, and it's it's mind and stuff totally different. It was uh, copied off uh, another coin, which, you know used a form of uh th that was a form of litecoin so even how they mine it they have to mine it differently and i'm not a big miner or anything but you know it's it's its own thing in terms of how it's built and how it's mined but yeah it's it's crazy you know uh, the, the supply on it's absolutely ridiculous uh it keeps getting bigger like a lot of coins you see like you read white papers and icos and you know, eventually they have like a max cap, but this this coin does not. So I mean, there's already a hundred billion in circulating supply. Wow. And, and uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, obviously it's never going to be worth twenty thousand dollars a Dogecoin, but there's well, definitely let's hope not. <laughs> there's definitely some money to be made. I mean, if we look at the chart on the daily from the from the thirtieth, there we went from like uh, like thirty eight sats. Now we're you know, it topped out at 110, and now we're. Yeah, that's crazy. At, yeah, it's like we're pretty much at, a 4x return. Yeah, we're sitting at uh, 95 sats and holding strong. Um, <laughs> that's you know. crazy, man. Actually, I heard a story about um, early on, some teenager was actually mining Dogecoin just for fun, and he yeah. he he became an accidental millionaire when it when it pumped there back in like December. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh, it's accidental millionaire funny. in crypto. Hey, eh? never heard that story. Eh? <laughs> I'm waiting for my own accidental millionaire story. I tell you. Yeah, it'd be it'd be nice. It'd be nice. All right. But, so um, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, even on the daily, like another good trading thing that I've been taught 
is called the UV method. Some people call it Adam and Eve. Um, it's basically where you chart out with like horizontal lines and a, and, a, and a trend line. And you're looking at the U and the V. I don't know what it would be, the E and the Adam and the Eve part, but I call it a U and a V. And basically it's good for like, you know, getting you in and out of trades. It's supposed to help you. It's very popular in crypto. And like, um, you know, even with that, it doesn't, even, basically the idea is it's bull. Like you stay when it's in the U, but you have to sell if it falls into the V. And I know it's hard to do with, you know, just describing it. But if we were to draw horizontal lines on the daily, we would on be On the looking, daily for Dogecoin you're talking Yeah, or? we'd be looking at the resistance. And with all coins, I don't look at wicks. I look at actual candles. And so my first resistance line where I see a lot of resistance would be um, 70 ish eh? no 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 i'm talking before the breakout i'd be looking at around uh you know 45 sats or so i'd put a line there okay a horizontal line right across now okay. the idea is if it breaks through that resistance enough i mean i wouldn't put your buy-in at like you know 46 sats but you know maybe at 50 you would have bought on the 31st and you would have bought that breakout now as you see it go up and we meet new resistance, we draw a new line. Okay. Now the first real resistance would be that, that, that whole daily candle was a freaking gold mine. So I wouldn't even like, there was no, you know, there was no wick at the top or anything. It was its own thing. I mean, you could put a line there at the top of that one. Um, so if we were to do that, we'd put a line there and then we'd be adjusting the, the thing you have to adjust with this method is the trend line um obviously as it goes um so my trend line i kind of moves with it i mean you don't want to over adjust it so this doesn't work i mean it's a hard thing to explain over you know words without seeing a chart but anyways yeah, yeah. I, i'd be running my trend line all along and you know maybe on the 7th of september we wicked down onto it uh, we kept going we're going we're going now we're seeing this is the first day where it's actually on the right of my trend line and okay, so so just to just to kind of get a picture, uh, your trend line runs along the bottom of this kind of uptrend. Yes, from the... exactly. Looking on the daily and each one of these resistance. So I drew a line I, on that 31st at the 67 sats. Then the next day we had that resistance point at 88 sats. We had the two red candles there. I'm not counting the wicks. So then we're in another U, right? Because if you look, if you're doing this with me or whatever, if you look to the left, it's a sideways U. And if you look to the right of that trend line, right, that goes all the way through this, it's a V. Now, okay. again, as long as it stays in the U, we're good, right? If it falls halfway through the V, where, you know, if if I got my two horizontal lines between that, uh, the 31st day, right, and the next two days, which would have been September 1st and 2nd. So between, we have two horizontal lines at 68 sats. We got one at, we got one line at 68, one line at 88, right? The space in between, you'll have that trend line going through it, making a U and a V. So if you look, we're still on track there. Now we've hit new resistance in the last three or four days at 110 sats there. So I'm going to put a horizontal line there. And now I have a new are, 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 are you uh, are you drawing this out in real time right now? Yeah, yeah, I'll send it to you if you want. Y yeah, if you could uh, give me the link to the snapshot yeah, and then I could maybe, link it in the description. Know, put, it, 
yeah and then i'll just finish it here so we hit that resistance at 110 okay uh we dropped down on the hold on i gotta move this notification here freaking these drawing tools that pop up i can't see the damn date on the on the on the 11th of september we dropped down we kissed the trend line again um we had some you know we bounced off that we had a nice green candle we closed at 100 sats two days ago yesterday was it kind of it looks like a reversal doji to me and then today um and i'll send you this chart here right now you'll see that the red candle is now it's halfway because the v measures from the the last two lines i put so we got the one at the 88 and the one at the 110 so in the middle of 88 and 110 you know you're gonna have um oh what would that be like 95 94 whatever it is 93 whatever in there um yeah 110 between <laughs> 88 and 110 would be 28 so 14 sats up from 88 that would be 102 actually right if i mass right okay Yep. Right. So that's yeah, that's right. Halfway through, well, we can see that candle already fell through. It's now I mean, we're at 95 sats, but it, it kissed all the way down to 90. I would get out of that trade. So I'm going to send you this link right now and you can kind of see where my lines are and what I'm talking about. And for everybody at home, you won't find much about it on the UV method, um, but you will find a lot about it on Adam and Eve, I guess, because uh, I was talking to some other people before and they're like, Oh, do you mean like Adam and Eve? I've heard of that. I've never heard of this UV method. And I tried to, you know, because a picture is worth a thousand words, try to find a video to show them. And that's, yeah, that's how you find it. But I'm going to send you that chart right now. Uh, cool. Facebook. Um, so just, just a little bit of a description. Um, so for everybody that's not familiar, uh, a reversal doji. Uh, you're talking about the one on the 13th of September, right? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, so uh, you have uh, a really small body on your candle there with two really long and equal wicks, right? That's that's considered a reversal doji, so that signifies a uh, rever reversal trend, right? Yeah, in most cases, I mean, frick, you know, as with any of this stuff, it's, you know, you got to use more than one indicator, right, to get your basis. But, I mean, if we look on that reversal doji too, and you have your max, max, settings set as mine we had a bear cross there uh the rsi was falling the stotch rsi was falling i mean those all those signals to me without even the uv stuff would tell me to get out of that trade but i mean the next day it, it further backs it up see the red candle is halfway down that you know down that v uh um, right. i just i just okay. sent that over to you hopefully you can make some sense of that but uh i mean hey I do I expect a pullback on Doge? Yes. Um I definitely I mean it's it, the price is out of whack, right? Like right now. Well, I mean with a lot of these altcoins and stuff, I mean people say pump and dump and all this stuff. You got to watch. But I mean altcoins and and even BTC not so much because it's so active, but you'll see like they'll just be sideways, sideways, sideways. They'll have a huge parabolic movement and they'll either come back down and they'll do sideways well, they'll find like, you know, a spot, maybe it's not at the top, maybe it's halfway down, where we'll go back to sideways, sideways, sideways action. So, mm -hmm. I mean, definitely, uh, I would, uh, if, if I bought, you know, on the 30th, I definitely, with what I see, I would be closing my trade. 
but uh, you know, there's you know people in there that are gonna buy at the top here. Sadly, there's gonna be people that are gonna manipulate this and all that stuff. Like there's you know, it's crypto. Take profits yeah, I mean, when you see fit, right? Yeah, and I mean, obviously, for price to go up, there's got to be some buyers at the top, right? <laughs> oh yeah, over every wick you see, there's always somebody. No, it's <laughs> yeah. you know, like trading margin on Bitmax and stuff. It's uh, always very discouraging, you know, if you've ever been caught. I mean, I've knew. Oh uh, well, I'd, I'd be lying a... if I. Oh, <laughs> I'd yeah. be lying if it's... I said I did it, right? <laughs> Heck yeah, man! And it's the worst, and it's the worst. And you look back at that chart, and you go. I am the dumbest flipping person. I bought the top, the very, not even the body. I bought that wick. You yeah. know, we've all been there, but yeah, I mean, somebody's going to keep buying it. There might be yeah. a little bit more room. This might start its own new trend, right? Like if we get a lot of sideway actions between like, you know, 80 and a hundred sats for a few days. Um, you know, you could probably start charting a new UV method or, you know, I don't rely on that, but it's just kind of cool. It's a new trade tool I've been uh, I've been taught, um, I've been shown, and I've been, you know, uh, been working with it. I, I mostly rely on, like I said, RSI, Mac, the actual candles. Um, the Stotch RSI is really good, too, for a lot of stuff. It just, you know, those are my go-tos. But, yeah, from what I see on Doge... Um, we're going to be pulling back here. It might dump real hard. That's the thing with all coins. When people are done with them, they don't care. It's over. They're going to dump the crap out of them, right? Like when mm -hmm. Bitcoin dumps, it dumps. But you got people that are going to buy that stuff. Some of these altcoins, you know what I mean? <laughs> it dumps. You might never even never see it again. Do I think that's going to happen with Doge? Just the history? Probably not. But, you know, my thoughts. Yeah, all right. Well, um, I know that, uh, what was it, September 12th. So that was a couple, what, two days ago now, right? September yeah. 12th, you bought, or not bought, sorry, but you um, you posted in the cryptocurrency and blockchain tech group a chart. Yeah. And it played out pretty well. So do you care to elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, I mean, I'm always on the B2C train, right? That's what I trade. Um, and uh, I mean bunch of stuff lined up uh i always like we talked about the triangles last time if you look at that chart i mean you can post it i wherever people can see it i don't care but it was just it was just everything lined up at the right time i mean we had on the daily i charted out a very large triangle that we've been in for the last 12 days or so you know you could even arguably say even farther back but the the, the point is we're at the bottom of that you know, the MAC was crossing bull cross. We were at the bottom of the of the Stotch RSI. It was starting to come back up. And that was not only on the daily, but the four hour looked just as good. And that's the big thing. I mean, if you're if you're not trying to play twenty dollar movements, you're trying to make, you know, hundred dollar long, two hundred dollar long, you gotta look at four hours, you gotta look at the daily. Because I mean, when those line up bull or those line up bear if you're with those, you're in a good spot. The four hour is great. If you go back and historically look at it, every time it crossed bull or bear, you would have made $200 spread or whatever. Now, yeah, I had called that we're at the bottom of this triangle. Uh, I opened the long because, not just because we're at the bottom of the triangle. Now, if we were at the bottom of the triangle and I had other bear signs, I'd be watching and waiting for that thing to fall out and go short. But the way everything lined up, 
I was like, hey, we probably found a good bottom here. Um, opened up along at 62.50. Unfortunately, it closed on me because I, I had to do a six hour car ride. I had to put, you know, if you're not at your computer, guys, stops will save your life. I put a stop on it. And I also put a take profit and unfortunately it hit and it kept going, but not too much. I mean, I really didn't miss out too much. We go back to the UV method uh, on the four hours and stuff. It crossed into the V once we got into the 6,500. Now, I still believe we're going up. I've talked about the golden zone before. Uh, I draw fibs too. Fibonacci's are great things. And you can actually even see on that chart I drew, if you extend that Fibonacci, like if you look at it now today, you'll see that we made it all the way back up to the 38, kissed off that, had a pullback, and I expect we're probably still going to keep going until the 68 fib. That's usually the golden zone for Bitcoin on these retracements when you're drawing these fibs. Between 61 and 78. I mean, if it doesn't go all the way up, sometimes it doesn't. Um, or it doesn't meet that zone, whatever. But for the most part, if you go back and trade, that's that's usually the zone. So, I mean, I'm still bullish. I mean, even the top of the triangle, we're, you know, we probably wouldn't. The top of the triangle lines up between the 61 and the 1. On the fib days. now, uh, can can I ask you how, how how did you draw this Fibonacci retracement? So um, always, you know, where the movement happens. So on a daily, my top of my fib would have been on September fifth, and we had that huge dump last week. I was okay. shorting that too, and like that Mac and that Stotch, everything screamed, you know, dump. <laughs> it just the way oh. it happened. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but I uh, noticed that you're you're macked, and uh, that's um, for anybody that's interested in the indicator. That's moving average convergence divergence, um, and you can pop that up on trading if you just type in MACD MACD. Yeah, um, I use and uh, yeah. yeah, I saw that you use a three five close and thirteen, whereas I think the default is twelve twenty six close and nine. So um, is that just adjusted for crypto? Yeah, it's very, very, a lot of big traders use it. It's very more historically correct. Uh, you'll line up with the, the 12, uh, whatever, 26, and what is it? Uh, 12, 26, close, and 9. Yeah, it'll line up sometimes, but this is way more accurate, I find, with BTC and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, that dump, as soon as that Mac crossed there, it's bad news on a daily. Like, you anything like that like i mean it was out of nowhere dump but at the same time if you look at the chart i drew it, we, we hit the top of the triangle you know what i mean we hit the True. top of that range i mean sometimes it's easier to see after this stuff happens but it is what it is like to me and again if you're doing that adam and eve uv method that's where it would have dumped into your v and you would have got out of there but uh, right, yeah okay. so I'm bullish on BTC. Like I said, my trade closed when I was driving in the car. I was happy. You know, a $200 spread um, on my trade was a good trade by all means. Uh, do I wish I was still in it? Yes. Unfortunately, I, uh, you know, I missed, uh, you know, all the way to the top. But hey, games are games, hey man, right? It's right? it's hard to like go like exact bottom and right. exact top, right? Right. Like, I mean, the people that say they do, they're either lying or they're they're lucky. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. right now, what I'm seeing on BTC is I am bullish on it. I've been watching it all day on the four hour, and um, 
basically just waiting for that Mac to cross. Um, the Stotch is coming back. It didn't make it all the way down, but it's looking like it's going to revamp up. And I would, I, I'm going to open up along and hopefully ride that back up. Now, in hindsight, and this happened while we were sleeping, or I was sleeping anyways, when we bounced off that 38 fib that I charted, we, we smacked back down on the 23. That would have been a great buy to, to put in. And, you know, he set a stop loss, maybe 100 bucks under that. So if it falls through and it goes to shit, it is what it is. But you didn't lose your bag, right? You're not going to win every trade. If you try to win every trade, you're going to get stuck. And you're going to get liquidated or you're going to be your accounts locked up or whatever, right? So, I mm -hmm. mean, um, you know, I'm uh, when this crosses here, hopefully in the next candle or so, if it does, I'm going to be opening up along and I expect to ride that. You know, maybe not all the way up. There's lots of room where you can pull out. I mean, you could have bought it or sold at 65.87 here and dropped down or rebought at 64. Or you could have been like me and wrote it from 250 and just kept it open. I mean, there's so much action you want to do. There's guys that will long it, short it, long it, short it. I mean, if you're good at that, you know what you're doing. Great. But, uh, I mean, you never go wrong playing the four hour. So that's what I'm watching. I'm waiting for the cross there, and I'm going to get back in and along. Uh, things are looking good. Uh, will I get a little crappier entry than, say, if I opened up this morning? Sure. But, hey, I mean, you want to be safe. You want to be sorry. Uh, especially the way the market's been and so unpredictable right now. You don't really want to be taking a chance too much. You know, every trade, you should have a reason to trade. I find when I go looking for trades – that's when you're looking for trouble, right? When you try to make a trade happen, that's, you know, and I don't always post in those groups and stuff, but when I see a nice trade like I did on, uh, what was that, Tuesday, I guess, you know, mm -hmm. I posted it up. I got to remember to start charting more, and if people want to join that group and check out my charts, that's where I put them. I'm going to start remembering to do that. But, yeah, I yeah. mean, hey, I hope you took it. I hope you made some money. Um and, uh, you know, I hope you remember that the next time if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Well, um, thanks for that. Uh, yeah, no, it's all, it's awesome that, uh, at least I have someone, someone to look to when I'm looking to see if like, maybe I'm thinking which way, which way price is going to go, you yeah. know, at least, uh, I looked there and I had some reassurance cause I was kind of thinking it might open up along and sure enough, I saw your posts there and, uh, you did. I did so. Well, yeah. and you know what? Look at the market cap dude from Tuesday. We went from, uh, we freaking kissed under 200 bill this week or over the weekend or whenever. But when I made that call, we were about 190. And now we're back over 200 bill. I mean, money's coming back in the market. It was a little bit higher. Somebody took some money out this morning, but we're, you know, we're getting there. So right on, know. man. Right on. And did you uh, see that thing? Donald Trump, he, re he, uh, he replaced the head of the SEC with someone that's pro crypto. No way. Yeah. There's an article on it. I'll, uh, I'll send it to you. I mean, yeah, please is, do. Please do. Cause I missed that. Yeah, it's going to, you know, it's making February look, you know, a lot more promising. Um, ETFs, who knows, you know? Um, Man, well, that is good news because I know the ETFs are just getting rejected, 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 right? Yeah, and well, they say, um, uh, what the hell? I can't remember the name right now. There's, uh, I think it starts with a G. could be wrong. Um, whoever's proposing the next ETF or is going to try to. I guess they have the best shot. Oh, that bugs me. Who the heck is it? 
I'll have to pull that. I'll have to look at that. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, I think an ETF is going to come soon. Um, you know, it's only a matter of time. Uh, Canada, you can add Bitcoin to your RSPs. I seen something about that. Yeah, I saw that. That's, uh, so, that's uh, you know, nice to hear. People are getting on board. It's going to be a good time, you know. Bring us back another good Christmas, you know. Santa's going to bring us all some gains, hopefully. So, <laughs> who knows? Um, but, yeah, I mean, hey, right now I'm definitely bullish on Bitcoin. I'm waiting for my my indicator to cross here, and I'm going to get back into BitMEX. The only thing that sucks with the weekend trading, the volume's lower. And people can swing the books pretty good. Um, you know, it's something to watch out for, people say. Like yeah, so do you think that people like just like trade Monday to Friday and then just lock up their profits on Friday, like and then go well, back in depends. on Monday I mean, kind of thing? It can go either way for you, dude. I mean, someone can swing the books in your favor, right? And then your Bitcoin's worth more. Or someone can dump it. Like like I said, there's not as much volume on the weekends. So some of these bigger guys, they can do what they want. You know? So. True. True. Yeah. Yep, I mean, I know a lot of traders. They're hardcore Bitmax guys. They don't even trade on the weekend. They don't need to, first of all, and they just they just don't want to deal with the hassle or you know what I mean. If some of these guys want to you know cook the books or whatever way you know what I mean in the wrong way, you get burned. And if you had a good week, maybe don't trade. Maybe I, you know, maybe I get busy tonight and I can't look at my computer. And I won't trade. But Monday, I you know back at it so we'll see yeah definitely now um i don't know if uh you've looked into this at all or anything so uh feel free to uh to kind of shoot this question down but um i know cannabis is being legalized in canada i think in october or something like that yeah and uh do you think there's going to be any um i know there's a couple of uh you know, uh, marijuana related cryptos out there. Do you think uh, any of those are going to surge? Cause actually I was looking at, um, cannabis coin, eh? Yeah. And it's starting to see some, uh, starting to see some action. You know, it's been in a huge downtrend since geez, since, uh, December, eh? it like spiked yeah. so high in December and it's just been on, on my, a downtrend. Here's my thought on though. Okay. Yeah. Pot's going to be legal. There's going to be money to be made there. Do any of these actual pop coins on the market, and I don't research them, so I don't know, do they actually provide purpose and use for the medical marijuana industry or anything like that, or are they just a cryptocurrency about pot? You know what I mean? It's I definitely think there's going to be some real-world application for blockchain in the marijuana industry. Has anybody actually done that? I don't know. I haven't looked that far in. I showed you that one coin, pot coin. It topped out at 40, 40, 420. Yeah, 420. <laughs> all right, USD. That was its all time high. Like, that's hilarious. But, like, you look at that and you're like, how can I take this serious? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, 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 I do think there's something out there. Maybe, you know, some of the coins on the market already are addressing that. But for a coin, for me to seriously look at that's involved with pot, it actually has to have a real world application with marijuana industry and blockchain. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll I see. wonder. I wonder what it could be like. Maybe um, tracking, well, tracking uh, where uh, verifying green cards stuff like that. I could see great for you know. But when marijuana is legal, you don't really need that anymore. You know. True. 
So, like, what are you going to use it for? I mean, you can verify that, what, pot's a physical product, right? Like, you're not going to verify on the blockchain that you delivered the pot, right? (laughs) UPS is going to do that, you know? So Yeah, very true. If it's anything financial, we have other cryptocurrencies for that, right? And their own specific purposes. Are you going to use only cannabis coin to buy cannabis? Like, I don't know. Like I said, I don't, I don't know much about them, so maybe I'm speaking out my butt here, but that's just my intake on it, that there has to be a serious real-world application for me to take it serious. Fair enough, yeah, because, I mean, like, I mean, cannabis coin, uh, th- that huge, like, it just went up crazy in December. Like, I don't even know what happened there, was there coins. man. Like, there were coins. December was, people were throwing money at this mark. I bought Quantum, year, like, when I got into it for, like, nine bucks i remember i thought i had lost i sold that crap for like 75 dollars all right it wasn't oh, it was man. close to the, the sats i paid back in the day because bitcoin was so low but quantum now is three dollars all right i looked the other day like like it's it, december was nuts my portfolio was up like 500 percent. it was <laughs> awesome did i take that 500 percent run no i took some of it i wish i took more of it but hey, whatever, right? I mean, there's so many people yeah. in that boat. But I read an article actually this week about a guy saying he lost everything to Bitcoin or whatever. He put 120 grand in in November. It grew to 500 grand, and then now it's worth like 6,000 because he started putting it into alts. <laughs> and you know what I mean? The guy was up 500 grand. I I would pull out my 120. You know. Well, definitely your initial investment, right? right? Like, holy, like, if so, that's your life savings, man. Like, what are you doing, right? Right. So, I mean, it is what it is, but yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate for that guy, but you live and you learn, I guess. You live and you learn. But yeah, man, Um, got anything else you want to touch on quick? Because I do have to get over somewhere in 10 minutes. I do apologize. Uh no no that's fine um i think i think that was a good good discussion right there uh i'll just go on talk about i don't know maybe some some other charting stuff afterwards but uh you're thanks for having uh, me again and uh yeah yeah. of course you're you're welcome back anytime man thanks for being on here again uh it's nice to have someone to talk to i know uh i got you know it sucks being alone and like trying to (laughs) converse with yourself kind of right so thank you again anytime and for everybody out there listening thanks for uh you know listening to me i guess for 30 minutes yeah well you're a valuable source of knowledge so thanks for that and uh we'll catch you next time i'm sure we'll have you on here again all right buddy have a good night eh enjoy your weekend yeah enjoy your weekend man see you later all right so uh that was zachary trinetti again um with some good insight good insight on bitcoin uh a good good analysis of um some of these uh marijuana related coins um and it makes sense it makes sense what he says uh you need some sort of real world application like why would you go and purchase marijuana from a dispensary with for example cannabis coin right when I don't know. You can just pay for it with debit. I mean, it's legal, right? Um, yeah, so uh makes a lot of sense. So, um, you know, maybe if there is uh, 
public marijuana companies that have their own stock, maybe that'd be a better investment, right? Uh, I know, oh, geez, I really wish I could find it now. But there was one, coin or not coin, but stock that just flew. Like in a week, it went from $80 to like 120 right? So a uh, 50% increase and uh, uh, I'll have to, I'll have to look into it. So, um, so I, I will, I will find out. I don't want to spend too much time researching live right now, but um, I will find out and I will post that in the description, but, but maybe that's where you should be looking um, if you're interested in investing in the marijuana market, I guess. <laughs> It's kind of it's kind of funny to say, but, but uh, it's a reality now, right? Um, yeah. So uh, I had also made a trading call, um, and as I was saying, I made a trading call is based on the Ichimoku cloud. There is on the one hour, and pretty much uh, I was saying that our kind of target was sixty seven hundred. So. From the time I made that call, it was, let's see here. This was on the 10th that I made this call. So if you had opened up a long at that point, that would have been 6,282-ish, some, somewhere in there, right? And Bitcoin is sitting at 65.35 right now. And um, really there's no real reason to see any signs of it slowing down. Um, so our target is still 67.50. I mean, um, right now you could take some profit, you know, uh, looking at the cloud. Uh, and I guess I should have mentioned this. Or I don't even know if I mentioned it the last podcast, but I did post it in the Slack channel and I will maybe take that picture from the slack channel that we're in the vic blockchain slack channel that uh we're always recommending and talking about that we kind of uh are active in uh i'll take that picture and i'll post it in the description just so you guys can see how i kind of interpreted that but what i forgot to mention was that the target is still sixty six thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars approximately However, uh, that's um, kind of like the furthest edge of the Ichimoku cloud that we're looking at. However, there is another smaller ledge which also acts as resistance. And so that would be, I guess, your first target. And you can take profit there and then let it rise up to 67.50. Or you can take all your profits there or whatever, right? But... um. I'll also post a new picture to show how that resistance kind of played out here in the current price movement. Uh, let's take a look at ETH here. ETH is making a nice little comeback here. Um, so I actually, I follow this guy on Twitter. Uh, his name is Josh Olshevich. And uh, his Twitter is uh, Carpe Noctum. 
And so he kind of does this uh, crypto bull versus bear um, podcast type thing where he talks to a couple couple different um, traders and analysts and he uh, and they debate over you know where Bitcoin is going. Well, Bitcoin and ETH, I guess. And so um, Josh, he's on the bull side, but there's a couple other guys that are kind of bearish on Bitcoin and whatnot. But in that uh, in that podcast of theirs, their episode of Crypto Bull vs. Bear, it's called, uh, they're saying how a lot of the ICOs that were holding ETH, uh, you know, because uh, to participate in an ICO, you need you contribute ETH, right, in exchange for whatever token they're offering, right? And so apparently a lot of these big ICOs uh, are selling off their ETH holdings, right? Which means that there's a lot more money kind of out there instead of it being locked up, right? And apparently that's their reason for this recent ETH bull move, right? And I mean, this is Ethereum, right? Like, um, I don't see it going anywhere. And I mean, I also read another kind of tweet there that said, uh, you know, from, well, let's see. Let's say, I don't know, maybe from, from, from August 20th kind of is, is when this real bear movement on ETH started happening. <coughs> Excuse me. And so I saw a tweet that said ETH can only move downwards. And it was dropping approximately like $10 a day, right? And someone was like, oh, well, it can only drop $10 a day until it hits zero, right? So that's... And this was when... ETH was like 200 bucks. So he's like, yeah, only 20 more days until ETH hits zero if it keeps dropping at $10 a day. And that kind of puts things into perspective in, in the sense that, well, I mean, how far can ETH really drop, right? I mean, this is Ethereum. So many decentralized applications are being built on the Ethereum blockchain. Uh, and sure enough, right, if it, let's say, Say you had a thousand dollars, and every day you just bought a hundred bucks worth of ETH as it was dropping. Well, if you bought, let's say, like at three hundred USD, ETH was at. If you bought, and let's say you bought ten days for ten days, you had a thousand dollars. You bought a hundred bucks a day, from three hundred to two hundred. If you bought Ethereum at 10 bucks a day or sorry if you bought a hundred dollars of ethereum for 10 days well then your average buy-in price would be 250 if you're buying it down from 300 down to 200 dollars so that's kind of the idea right also if if you have enough money or if you structure your buy-ins in such a way that you increase the amount of money you put in each day well then you're going to have an even lower average buy-in price right like let's say you went fifty dollars at three hundred hundred dollars at 
290 $150 at 280 and so on and so forth. Well, that's going to move your buy-in, your average buy-in price lower, cl closer to the bottom of the range. And, you know, um, and obviously ETH bounced back, right? Uh, will it keep going? It doesn't have any real signs of slowing down based on, well, let's see here. The daily, the daily is still really bearish, right? Um, if we take a look at the four hour, it's actually still kind of bearish. Like it made a bull move, but traditionally when you're looking at Ichimoku, you want this at least on the four hour and up. You want it to break out of this cloud right so you want the price to creep into the cloud and break out of it and close above it and that signifies a real bear move right and i'll give you a pretty safe entry so yeah i mean it's nice to see that the market's recovering kind of i guess uh you know um if you're not buying bitcoin now um i don't know when you will buy bitcoin i mean Historically, it's low, right? Uh, this thing just does not want to come under 6K, right? So if it does come back down to 6K, beautiful. Uh, I know I'll be buying some. Uh, I don't see it going below, right? Uh, it's tested 6K. One, two, three, four, five times. Uh, and it bounced off every time. It might have creeped a little bit under, like 5,900 or something like that, but in general, 6K seems like the real bottom here. So, yeah. Uh, I think that's about all I have for today. Uh, I'd like to thank Zach for coming on again. Uh, everybody, have a good weekend out there. And I will catch you next week. Happy trading. And good luck.